Financial Residency is proud to bring you Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. Each week, Tammy Krauss explores a new topic related to achieving financial independence by building and protecting your wealth. She invites guests who are experts in their fields who will share honest and valuable advice on a variety of topics. If you have an idea for a podcast, please email Tammy, that's T-A-M-M-Y, at financialresidency.com. Now grab your front row seat to this week's Grand Rounds. Hi, and welcome back to Grand Rounds. On our first show of the year, we talked about the new edition of a Speakers Bureau at Financial Residency, and our first two volunteers realized that we have a whole class of residents and fellows who are getting ready to make two of the biggest decisions of their life. They're going to sign their first big job contract, and they're going to buy their first big house. So on the first show, we talked with Doug Kraus about the home loans, but today we're going to talk with John Apino with Contract Diagnostics. He's also the host of Coffee and Contracts with John, so you probably already know him, but welcome to the show, John. Hey, thank you. I'm sure they recognize my silly podcast voice. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to this conversation today about speakers, bureaus and education and everything else. So thanks for having me, of course. Oh, I'm so excited about this whole project that we're taking on. You're really well known on the speaker circuit and you've actually spoken before some pretty big organizations. Do you want to talk about that just a little bit? So like you said, I own Contract Diagnostics and we're a company. We do one thing and one thing really well. We look at contracts and everything around us. So compensation analysis and looking at benefits and looking at all the jargon of the contract. And we've got a great team of attorneys and physicians and MBAs here that can look at contracts from many different angles. So we've got a great dynamic team. And because of that, we love to teach what we've learned. We've been going at this for now over 12 years. And so we love to educate and teach. And we've been doing programs, talks, if you will, for many, many years. We've talked about 2,000 people. We've done like big presentations with the American College of Cardiology, with the American Academy of Pediatrics. Before we didn't have conferences, we did a lot of big live conferences in Chicago. And we do those big conferences, but we also do a lot of smaller conferences. So we love just working one-on-one with residency programs. I think we've talked to three people in a formal presentation. And of course, like I said, all the way up to 2000. So we can really handle any size group here at Contract Diagnostics for Education. And it's what we really love doing here uh, is these talks. And, you know, as you know, there's so much to talk about with these events, how customized do you get? How long do they go? What all do you touch on? Because you can't teach everything, of course, in a 40 minute talk, whether you're talking mortgages and financial residency and acuity or contracts. Absolutely. What kind of things do you think you'll touch on in these Zoom conversations with the residency and fellowship groups? We typically let them drive content if they have any requests. All of our talks are unbranded. We usually have a logo on the front end so we can say, I work at Contract Diagnostics and we know what we're doing. And then we have a logo on the back slide that just has our contact information if anybody wants to get in touch with us. But it's definitely not a branded lecture. So we always let people know that first. We kind of let them drive content. Do they want to talk about red flags? Do they want to talk about Contract 101? Do they want to talk about how to negotiate it? We've had some organizations, we just did a presentation up in Cincinnati on renegotiation. So it was for attending physicians who had contracts, they were in jobs and they were maybe thinking about renegotiating their contracts. So we can kind of customize the content, but if we're going to do one for like a residency program, well, usually we have one this Friday with a PM&R program. This is the same program. We've done a talk with the same program. I think this is our sixth year now. We have our general deck that we do, and then we can customize it for each specific specialty. So we can kind of 
pull out PM&R or cardiology or pathology or you know, neurosurgery or fill in the blank. And we can customize some of the content, like what are the trends we're seeing with employment? Maybe a certain specialty is more likely to have risk, like private equity integration or buyouts that we can take into account. Some like plastic surgery might be more apt to go private practice and not employed. And some like hospitalists, you know, or even cardiologists to some degree would maybe be looking at more employed models or academics instead of like a private practice model. So we can kind of customize the content based on the audience which we enjoy doing because we feel like the educational content can be much more specific if it's tied to their specific craft and specialty. I love that. And it sounds like it doesn't even have to be a residency or fellowship program. You can actually go speak to, you know, groups of physicians who are already attendings or whatever. But I love that you're going to be so open to making that presentation, whatever the organization needs from you. Yeah, we work with like independent medical associations. We work with a lot of state associations. There's residency program after residency program. We can't get through all of them, unfortunately, but we love doing those as well. So yeah, anything that has to do with position contracts, position compensation, we love to educate and teach what we've learned over working with, you know, 12,000 plus physicians and well over a decade of work. That's amazing, John. I know when you've been on this show and some of the podcasts that you've had in the past, you've talked about a whole gamut of things that people need to kind of watch out for and I even learned myself when I signed my contract, I did it myself. I thought, well, I don't need someone to look it over. But after talking with you, I just realized maybe I should have. I mean, it ranged anything from what you're committing to the organization. What happens when you leave? The financial side of it. What are you getting in benefits? Could you negotiate better for better benefits? I've just been amazed at all of the different topics that you've already covered. I was thinking when you were doing a residency Speakers Bureau, you were just going to cover that, but everything you just talked about oh, even amazed yeah. me. I mean, there's so much stuff to go into. We feel guilty a lot of times when we give these presentations because we kind of joke and we say we have 12 hours, right? <laughs> Knowing that we have, you know, 30 minutes or an hour over, sure. you know, morning coffee or over grand rounds or a lunch or, you know, we do stuff in the evening, of course, all the time as well. And if someone has a medical association meeting and they want us to come in and talk about compensation trends in cardiology, right? We can do those little micro meetings as well. And they're all super fun for us, but we always feel bad because we would love to have, in order to get all the content in, we could put a big course together, which we're working on here at Contract Diagnostics to make it easier for everyone to get everything in. But we know that a lot of people don't want to take a big, long course. Give me what I need to know in 35 or 40 minutes. We have a great slide deck that we can't get through all. I talk fast anyways, which is a good thing. I can get through a lot of slides and a lot of robust data in a reasonable time frame. But we get to everything, the site visit, to the letter of intent, to the negotiations there, if you have to, the contract. We go through certain sections like termination and malpractice and restrictive covenants. And we touch a lot on compensation. We touch a little on benefits. And then, of course, we talk about negotiating. How do you do it? What if they say no to something? What if they say it's not negotiable? So we go through all of that stuff in our presentation as concise as we can, and we always leave time for questions. So we generally spend about 36 to 40 minutes on like a contract one-on-one talk, and we leave 20 minutes for questions. I don't think we've ever gotten through everyone's question in 20 minutes, but my rule is I'll stick around until there are no more questions. This was an evening, so it wasn't people, which is good because then people could stick around. They didn't have to go back to clinic or go back to work. Our record in the evening for answering questions was 
one hour and 37 minutes. Oh my question. That's after we get our 40 minute talk, whatever it was. So I loved all the questions. I actually printed off some of the questions from our last webinar that I'm going to be doing some coffee and contracts on coming up. So I figured if people on these webinars that we give, these lectures that we give every quarter, if residents and fellows and even attendings who are on them have certain questions, I would assume your audience would have the same. I figured I'm going to start going through some of those on these coffee and contracts, which, you know, just a couple minutes long, as you know, and I enjoy doing. So I'll make sure that we kind of drizzle out as much content here as we can to educate, but uh, we do encourage people to reach out to us at Contract Diagnostics or through FR to just sit down and say, look, let's get a lecture on the book. Let's get a talk on the book. It's non-branded. It's not a sales pitch by us. It's just education because we started the company to help people. And we figured if we just helped enough people that we'd make enough money. And I tell people that, and I think they kind of laugh, think it's funny, but it's dead serious. That's why we hired a doctor here. That's why we have a physician director of education here. Not because they bring in, you know, lots and lots of revenue. It's a cost center for us, but it helps us educate, which is what we enjoy doing. So we I take these it. talks very seriously. We follow all the latest trends, and anything that we can do to get those trends and our information out in front of information. Knowing, again, there is no formal training on this when you go through your residency. So just like they don't get financial training in their residency program, they don't get contracts or how to analyze compensation structures or compensation data. They don't get that either. So thankfully, it doesn't take us as long as it does to train a medical physician, but we try to dense it as much as we can inside of our 40 minute. I guess this is a little bit off topic of what we came here to talk about, but do you have any of those webinars coming up in case someone wants to sign up for, you know, an evening? Let me ask you, what do you think is the best time for us to do a webinar? We've done them historically Thursday at 630 Central or 7 o'clock Central. That gives, it's not too late out East. It's not too early. You know, people can kind of get through their afternoon clinic if they're out West. But Thursdays are usually not like terrible Mondays and sometimes yeah. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are crazy. Some we threw out on our team, they said, why don't we try a Sunday morning? And the reason we threw out Sunday morning was because we have review times here for contract reviews. So we have review time starting at six in the morning. We have review times that go till nine at night. We have review times seven days a week. And the times that go super fast are Sunday times and Sunday mornings and evenings. And so we thought if physicians will want to talk with somebody about their contract on Sunday, I'm assuming that means they have free time on Sunday. I know that they're busy during the week. So would Sunday be a good time for a lecture or a talk that we would give for everybody? What do you think? I would think so. I mean, coming from the hospitalist perspective, I wouldn't want it early in the week because I'm learning a whole new set of patients. And Uh, so my days are longer. But as you get later into the week, I know the patients and I might have a shorter clinic schedule or hospital schedule. So yeah, for me, later in the week would definitely work. And weekends are usually a little bit quieter than the week. Don't get me wrong. We make these things fun and exciting, <laughs> but it's contract stuff. So would people think that it's not exciting like a football game on Sunday, right? It's not exciting <laughs> like going to a barbecue with your friends or, you know, going out for dinner, you know. We were like, if people could do anything on a weekend, would yeah. they come to a talk on contracts, even if it's with an entertaining guy like me, or <laughs> would they prefer to be like on a Thursday? So I think we're going to kind of beta test stuff. I appreciate yeah. your feedback on that. I think I would try both of those things, actually. And, you know, maybe if anyone listening has any suggestions, they could email Tammy at Financial Residency, right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. And they Absolutely. can email and say, hey, Tammy, I think a talk would be best for <laughs> this time. And you and I could even do a talk on one of those nights. And it'd be good to capture that information for the sneakers girl. I would love it. Well, if anyone wants to go ahead and schedule a time with John talking about contracts for their group, they can reach out to me at Tammy at financialresidency.com or you can call or text me at 816-244-7068. And then John, do you want to tell them, you know, how to get back to your website also if they want to look up more about you? Yeah, they can just go to contractdiagnostics.com. We have a speakers page on there, which has information about, I think all of our speakers are on there. We've got great attorneys, we've got physicians, we've got myself, and a really dynamic group of people that we've done talks before we've all been on. We've done panel discussions, which are kind of fun. Of course, we could just do one of us if they just want a specific avenue, but there's information on me on there. We've got you know, former hospital executives on our team as attorneys who used to look at physicians from market value and set budgets with hospitals. We've got great attorneys who have been with large, well-known um, for-profit organizations in the healthcare space for 20 years and everything in between. So we really have a great perspective here and uh, we really enjoy educating folks around what they should look for when they're going through their contracts or having a professional look at it for them. Sounds good. Well, John, you've been such a good friend of the show and you're just such a valuable resource for all of our physicians. I really appreciate you and I hope you know that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love what you guys are doing. You know, you of course know what they teach you, what they don't teach you in med school <laughs> or in residency. And there's a lot of information out there that a physician needs to balance from a clinical perspective. At the same time, there's a lot of information they need to balance on other aspects of their lives as well. And Fortunately, they've got access to organizations like FR that can help them with that. So I think it's awesome that you guys do what you do, which is why we're happy to share any kind of information we can on your guys' platform. Well, thanks, John. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Sounds good. And thanks to all, all of right, you there. for listening today. I hope you'll join me again next week for Grand Rounds. Yeah.